welcome to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome to the PCR Sports Show coming to you live here from PCR FM. I'm Dipam and we're here every week with you 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, we're a local show uh, a show by fans for fans and uh, you can get involved with us as well we've got our social media channels uh, we can keep in touch with us our twitter is at uh, sports pcr and you can search for pcr sports on facebook as well we've got a great show tonight so don't go away we've got two gentlemen in the studio with me uh, more from them in a minute but they are they are representing some of the most established sports that we have in the city uh, over the years so stay in tune for that uh, firstly let me take you through some of the local headlines uh, peter united lost 3-2 in a seesaw game versus bristol city last saturday sammy smodich scored a brace against his former club before the visitors scored an 84th minute winner the defeat unfortunately is posh in 23rd place six points ahead of bottom club derby Posh boss Darren Ferguson has been charged by the FA following that game for fire, foul and abusive language in a tunnel against a, an official. Uh, he felt his side should have had a penalty before Bristol City's winning goal. Also, Chairman Darren McAntony has urged the players to believe in themselves, themselves more. Some players don't seem to believe in themselves as much as me, the manager and the fans believe in them. Staying with football, but on a local level, Sports, Peterborough Sports FC won their third round qualifying match at AFC Dunstable in the FA Cup. The Turbines won 3-2 and now travel to Kings Lynn in the regional derby for the fourth round qualifying game on October the 16th. Uh, Chairman Grant Biddle, who was on our show a few weeks ago, exclusively told the show, obviously away to a step one club wouldn't have been our first choice, but Gash and Fryat returning to their old club adds more spice. Huge underdogs, but I fancy we could cause an upset. The Turbines also recorded a 4-1 League Cup win over ASC Rushton and Diamonds in midweek and now face mid-table Stratford away on on Saturday, which is tomorrow, and are home to lowly Lowestoft on Tuesday. In the ice hockey, uh, unfortunately the bad run of form for the Phantoms does continue in the National Cup. There were two defeats last weekend. They went down 5-2 at Swindon Wildcats before succumbing 5-3 at home to Telford Tigers. This weekend they play the last of the two National Cup games, one against Sheffield Steel Dogs at home tomorrow and then they travel to Leeds Knights on Sunday. Speedway, things are going rather better for the uh, City Club there. Peterborough Panthers won their return meeting with Wolverhampton 52-38 in the second leg of the playoff semi-final to secure a two-legged grand final against Bellevue. Away fixture is this Monday and then the return taking place on Thursday at uh, the East of England showground. So get along there to support the boys uh, and they could win the, the overall championship there. In rugby, there is uh, differing fortunes for the both the city rivals. Peterborough Lions lost 45-15 in what has been described by the club chairman as the worst performance for a long time. Officials and coaches were asked to hold an urgent uh, hold urgent talks this week after a poor start to the Midlands Division One East, where they have lost four out of the five games. Lions entertain the old Northamptonians tomorrow in their next game. But meanwhile, the city rivals, Peterborough, Peterborough RUFC, maintained their impressive start to the campaign with a 9-6 win at Old Old, old Northamptonians. If I get the word out, Old Northamptonians, I beg your pardon. RUFC are away to West Bridgeford tomorrow. And uh, in the most anticipated match of the season, the pair are actually playing each other next weekend for a derby game, which would be uh, something to look forward to. We'll keep an eye on that, obviously, and bring you up to date with what's going on. Like I said uh, earlier, the show tonight, uh, fantastic lineup. Uh, we've got uh, Martin Colcott, the city chairman of the Peterborough Sports Club, with me, and Dave Simpson, the junior chair of the City Hockey Club, with me as well. Martin, welcome to the show. Welcome. 
Nice yeah. to be here. Good. Thank you for joining us. And Dave, likewise, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. Brilliant. So we'll, we'll have more from you later. Obviously, Martin, you're going to tell us a bit about the overall uh, club and what, what, what it does, what, what the aims of it are and, and how it functions. And then, Dave, you're focusing in on, on the hockey side in particular for us. So Absolutely. Brilliant. OK, time is just gone eight uh, 6.13. Don't go away. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a healthcare professional looking for a new challenge? Why not join our prison healthcare team, where no two days are the same? Practice Plus Group are now looking to recruit registered nurses and pharmacy technicians to join the prison healthcare team at HMP Stocken in Rutland. These are rewarding roles with a good salary, company pension, up to 28 days annual leave and a range of other benefits. Make a difference every day at HMP Stocken. For more information and to apply, text Stocken to 60777. Just your average night. Fraser's upstairs gaming online with his mates. Sophie's streaming her favourite tunes in her bedroom. Mum's downloading the latest drama box set. (laughs) And Dad's liking kitten videos on his phone. But this isn't your average night. Thanks to City Fibre's full fibre network, everyone's gaming, streaming and scrolling at breakneck speed. Join Peterborough's gigabit revolution today. Head to cityfibre.com slash PCR. Hi, it's David Edgeworth here, the local newsman. Come and join me on Sunday morning for the all-new Breakfast Show. I'll have all the best music to wake you up from your slumber. We'll have the extended weather forecast and we'll have a look into the latest technology news. Come and join me this Sunday morning from 7 till 9, right here on PCR 103.2 FM. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dipam. Uh, do you know you can listen to us in many formats? If you if you can't get to us on the radio on one hundred three point two FM, you can ask your smart speaker to play PCR FM. Failing that, you can download an app uh, onto your phone and listen to us that way. Uh, look for the PCR FM app, or you can listen live on our website, PCRFM. So wherever you are, you have no excuse but to listen to us and, and you can't miss a, another minute of this show ever again. Like I said, just before the break, uh, we've got two gentlemen in from the City of Peterborough Sports Club, Martin Colcott, who's the chairman of the club, and then Dave Simpson, who's the junior chair of, this, of the hockey part of the club as well. Martin, if I can come to you first, um, sure. as chair of the, of the, of the club overall... Um, Tell tell me or tell us or the listeners actually more about the club. What what facilities it offers? What sports are available? And, and you know what can people get from there? Okay, so the Peterborough, City of Peterborough Sports Club is an amalgamation of predominantly five sections. So in no particular order, there's bowls. Um, so we brought bowls in about four or five years ago. We've got cricket. Uh, so we run uh, three cricket sides. Uh, in the North Ants League on a Saturday and the Rutland League on a Sunday and that's available for development in the third team up to the people who want to take more serious cricket in the second and first team uh, so we've been very successful in the cricket this year winning, winning seven awards in the North Ants League champions for cricket uh, hockey wise um, established men and women uh, at all age groups and Dave will talk through the, the junior side of it but we run eight competitive sides for men on a Saturday and four in, for ladies on a Saturday and then have cup competitions through the ages up to over 50s in cup competitions on Sundays predominantly. We then have 
tennis which is our largest sport we have over 500 tennis members including juniors uh, which have uh, two indoor courts and three outdoor floodlit courts and we last but not least we have a squash and racquetball around about 200 members uh, with four courts plus a glass back show court that we managed to um, build through generous donations through members sponsors etc during lockdown so in totality we have around about a thousand members uh, of five sections um, all very competitive all very interested and we have a number of people who play multi-section sports so they join as a tennis player for arms say and then doubling squash or join as a hockey and doubling cricket Wow, that's, uh, that's a lot of activity and a lot of availability, isn't it? And, and I guess from what you're describing, that is it a kind of a, a members-only club? So it's not, I guess it operates different to, say, the the, the, the regional sports centres we have, like the Vivacity-style leisure centres we have in the city. It, it differs from, from that style, doesn't it? It does indeed. It is, it is a members club. Um, it is a, a charity-recognised charity status. So um, we're very fortunate to work very closely with Milton Estates as the property is on their land so we have a, a long lease with them which has got I think 70 years remaining on that lease uh, so we work very closely with Milton but we are a members club so anyone who's interested in joining we will give them sort of a taster sessions in the sports to making sure they like the ambience like the way we play we can cater for all or availabilities or age groups or ethnicity groups etc um, so we are a, a friendly club for the members, um, but it is a membership club. Adult membership um, is £180 for hockey, cricket and tennis. For squash and racquetball it's £120. Uh, for bowls it's slightly cheaper, I think it's about £60, £70. And for juniors it's around £120. Uh, that might sound expensive in today's society, but if you work it back logistically, it works out to be about an adult member around about £15 a month, 50p a day. So a couple of packets of crisps and you've got your membership. Yeah, I was going to say, that for an annual membership, that is less than, you know, uh, for example, a David Lloyd gym would charge for somebody to, to have the pleasure of going and using their facilities on a monthly basis. Very much so, and we pride ourselves in trying to keep our membership competitive in terms of our subscription uh and we believe we've got probably one of the best sporting setups in the east of england yeah that sounds good and so in terms of the sort of going back in terms of the history of the club you obviously you mentioned that you've take you kind of if i can phrase it in the right way uh you've taken sports under your wing in the last sort of few years now going back to to maybe the the early days of the club when it was established how did it kind of establish and for what purpose and how did it has it how has it evolved since then Okay, so I can go back, because I've been a member for close to 47, 48 years um, and been actively involved, predominantly in hockey, and although I have dabbled as a run around in the field and cricket and a bit of squash, not so much tennis, my ability on a tennis is not great, and people are trying to encourage me as a, my, my age group now to play bowls, but I try to resist it so I can. However, the, the premise of the club was originally a cricket and hockey club, which was formed for those who've got good memories of Peterborough in Crawthorne Road in Peterborough. Uh, and we had one or two county games there for cricket. I remember um, the likes of North Ants coming down and, and playing at cricket at Crawthorne Road. Uh, we had one or two county games, but the ground was really quite small, could only really cater for a, probably a couple of hockey pitches. It was quite an old pavilion. You had 
one or two people in the pavilion and, and the floor started creaking. So we, we looked for pastures news and that's where we developed with Milton Estates and moved across to our current residence at Bretton Gate next to the, the new hospital uh, and we moved across as our, our hockey and cricket club. At that stage uh, we had the ability to ask a, another sport to join us. Uh, we contemplated whether that would be rugby um, but we thought there might well be too much clash with rugby, cricket and hockey so we asked uh, the squash to join us who were uh, sort of nomadic at that time uh, so we joined and had at that time the cricket, hockey and squash club over years the hockey has expanded and David will probably talk about the amalgamation we had with Peter Athletic Club in 2005-2006 uh, and then in recent years we've had tennis facilities but um, they were probably poor facilities weren't well particularly well maintained we had lack of membership uh, probably more than about 15-20 members and, and we worked in the last five six years with the, the city of Peterborough Tennis Club who were situated uh, at Park Crescent they sold their land and invested into the infrastructure that we had so um, they brought their membership across and their business plan was accepted we built two outdoor courts sorry two indoor courts three outdoor courts and they have a, a business plan now where they're looking to see whether they can expand that facility through grants through the LTA and increase indoor by two and outdoor by one so we have that and bowls again joined us around about three four years ago mm -hmm. david yeah uh and that was really a, an amalgam as well like the belvedere clubs and they play we had the facility and we thought it was probably a natural progression as players who compete at hockey cricket and squash then as they get into a more uh older stature wanted to take on bowls that facility was available for them as well sounds really good and so it sounds to me like you're you're providing uh you know the the obviously the facilities to, to play the sport but also i guess you're taking away some of that i suppose administrative nightmare away from from individual clubs and, and having it as a collective so it, it, it eases the burden on clubs it you like you said earlier i think it provides the opportunity to uh, for people to to cross over into other sports so again it naturally attracts people into sports that perhaps they perhaps not necessarily struggled but it just gives them another avenue to attract people into their sport doesn't it it, it does i mean um we pride ourselves on being a multi-sports club uh, and that's what our membership hopefully entails that you join one sport and it gives you the entitlement to play others and and with juniors if we can get someone who comes predominantly as a, a cricket player who wants to play cricket that, but then realises he could play hockey or tennis or squash or whatever and they've got that ability when we, they can venture into those areas that they probably didn't have thought of in the first place. So it gives people the wider mixture in terms of doing that. So the whole emphasis is trying to link in with the community through schools, through coaches, outreaching to areas where people may have disabilities for argument's sake we can offer some type of facility whether it be wheelchair tennis or using the astroturf to support that in, uh, environment that's so absolutely wonderful it really is uh, so if, if somebody's interested in joining the club so do they have to wait till they're kind of invited by a sport or can they just literally walk up to the front door so to speak and say look i want to join 
I perhaps don't know what sport I'm want to draw, or I've got an interest in this sport, and can I have a trial or, or whatever? How does that? How does the system work? In that so sense? we've got our own branding on our, our website. So if people are interested, log on to City of Peterborough Sports Club. Uh, it'll show you the, the sections and how to get involved. Alternatively, and I'm sure David Clark, who is our manager, will forsake me for saying this, but contact David directly. So um, there's an email address which is manager.ptsc at btconnect.com. Uh, say you're interested, drop him an email, etc., or give him a call on our, our phone, and we'll make you most welcome. Brilliant. And of course, that's David Clark, who's the uh, who's the captain Operate, of the he's, cricket he's team. A cricket team captain, and doubles also, up as the the manager of the sports. He's the operations well. manager of the sports club as well. Fantastic. Yeah, he, he's a man of many talents. Isn't he, he is indeed. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we talked about the history of the club, which is which is good. Now, what, what's the um, what's the kind of future aims of the club now? Well, what do you hope to say? Uh, establish in the next sort of five, ten years. What, what's the future look like for the club now? The, the, the vision of the club has really been quite structured all the way through the years I've been there is to provide sports at different levels of which people want to play so if we've got people who want to play at top competitive level of sport we can offer that facility through cricket hockey squash tennis or bowls if people want to play social sport we've got teams who can cater for that and if people want to come in at the lower end i.e have not played that sport before we can cater for that through coaching programs, through mini hockey, through coaching sessions, through the eighth team. So in hockey, if I take hockey for an example, you can play in the, the sevenths and eights, which is predominantly our junior size, supplemented by adult players. And then as they move through the size, it becomes more uh, advanced in terms of their experience. The standard becomes better, so we can cater for all ages. Similar to ladies hockey, four sides. The ladies first team play in the East Premier, but the other sides are structured within the Cambridgeshire League. Again, we can cater for those. And the, the advantage of hockey, for Ireland's sake, is that you can have 14, 15 players in a game and rotate those players throughout the game slightly different from football when you're substituted you're off in hockey you can be substituted for three minutes and come back on again for argument's sake so we can make sure they get relevant pitch time so the the vision and the aim is to make sure we have a facility which is best of breed we compete with the the best of clubs at that sport in the country so hockey wise first team national league playing in the sort of top 30 clubs in the country cricket Northants Premier Division champions. Three years running. Three years running. Yeah, I could spend all evening talking about the awards they've won, but their the second team won their league, Division Two Northants. Third team, which is more of a youngsters league. We've got good development, good coaching. We've got junior coaching coming in from all the sports. Squash again and racquetball. Uh, we've got ability where leagues you can go in fit yourself into a league there is social squash can be played as well as league and tennis likewise so again we're doing quite well at both those sports bowls enter the sort of the Peterborough and Huntington leagues so again we can have people who've never played bowls before and like me it might be like dambusters going down the, a bowl screen for argument's sake but you've got the ability you can try that sport out and if you like it play it if you don't then go and play another sport. That's amazing, isn't it? It's just, it seems like a really fascinating and, and great setup. And and 
it I know in fact the, the club changed its name didn't it earlier this year from yep. it was called Peterborough Town and now changed the city of Peterborough I guess that's more for obvious reasons that it, we represent the city now and and, and that's how kind of Peterborough as, as, as a place is known isn't it it is and and then a lot of the sections underneath the Peterborough Town Sports Club were City of Peterborough Hockey Club City Squash Club City Tennis Club the only one under the umbrella of City of Peterborough which has remained is the Peterborough Town Cricket Club because of nostalgic it's always been known as Peterborough Town so although the umbrella is City of Peterborough because that's what we are and we offer the premier sports of that within the city of Peterborough Peterborough Town Cricket Club will still be known as Peterborough Town Cricket Club fantastic thank you Martin thank you for the moment so we will hear more from you in a moment and then obviously over to Dave Simpson as well in a moment so don't go away it's uh, nearly half past six uh, more from Martin and Dave soon German Donner Kebab in Peterborough enjoy that delicious German Donner Kebab taste succulent meats freshly chopped salad and vegetables signature sauces and our toasted waffle bread freshly made every time try our original German Donner Kebab the KCAL the gym box and so much more German Donner Kebab kebabs done right open 11 till 10 on 48 Bridge Street Peterborough for takeaway and delivery through Uber Eats Deliveroo and Just Eat our place is legendary Our place is iconic. Our place is the home of the UK's original burger. Our place is wimpy. So come on over to our place and rediscover the original quarter pounder with cheese, our all-day breakfast, and the range of iconic thick shakes. All freshly prepared and served all day every day in our Westgate restaurant. Plus, for this month's special offers and to order a home delivery, search online for Wimpy Peterborough. Nominate your favourite charity now for Prince Build and PTRFM's Community Charity Challenge. Each Friday, one nomination will be chosen at random on the Kev Lawrence Breakfast Show and will win £50 for their chosen charity. Plus, you'll get the chance to win a bonus accumulator cash prize to boost the donation by answering a 50-50 question live on air. So tell us who your favourite charity is and why you're nominating them online at princebuild.co.uk. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dipam. Like I said, we're here every Friday, 6 to 7 pm, your only sports show on the only radio station in Peterborough. We've just been listening to Martin Colcott, chairman of the City of Peterborough Sports Club. Uh, Martin, if I just come back to you. Um, how have things been over the sort of COVID pandemic period? Obviously, that 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 had an impact on all sports uh, you know throughout the world not just locally but how did you how have you kind of navigated your way through that it hasn't been easy um, if we go back to 2020 March 2020 we were a vibrant sports ending one hockey season just about to start cricket tennis um, so and then we had um, lockdown and bit like the Okie some sports opened up sooner than the others. Uh, the governing bodies, we had to keep in contact with them. Um, there was quite a, a bit of challenge because our income streams um, were suddenly disappearing, our match fee income, our, our income through uh, events being organised were non-existent. 
Um, and I would say at this time we were very incumbent on our membership in continuing paying those subscriptions because if we didn't get that coming through, we would have really, really struggled. Um, so a heartwarming thanks. And I did go out to our membership on a number of occasions through lockdown to say thank you for continuing to pay your subscriptions because without that, we would have really struggled. Um, we work as a management council, so the, the, the sort of the upper structure of the sports club is that each individual section has its chairperson who sits on management council and then management council also consists of the manager which is David uh, we have a president uh, a treasurer head of finance and a secretary and from meeting once every quarter we had to meet once every week predominantly through zoom um, which was an experience in itself uh, and we had to make quick and decisive decisions on how the club was going to operate through lockdown, what measures and precautions we had to put in place when we could open up to make sure we had a safe and secure environment for our members to come back into. Uh, and that was operating through one-way systems, making sure we could open the bar and serve on the patio and making sure we kept our social distance. Uh, we need to ensure that we had our well-being of our members at heart. So if people wanted to go back, uh, they felt that they could come back and they weren't coming back into a, a hostile environment through uh, spreading of COVID. We had to make some decisions on where our capital expenditure funds were being spent. Uh, you can imagine five competitive sections, five competitive chairpersons all grabbing for money. We had to make a, a conscious decision where to spend our money. And, and we had to look for furlough grants for one or two people who are couldn't foresee all their duties so bar staff for our sake couldn't open the bar we couldn't do a lot of work around the club which we wanted to do we had to look for grants from the government and also from the local council uh, to support us through that time and as I said earlier with the different sections uh, opening up and allowing their sections to comply under their governing bodies. We had tennis opening up before hockey. Hockey players asking why we can't play because tennis is already opened, but we had to make sure we're compliant. So I think the, the learnings that came out of that is that you, we had to be compliant, we had to make decisive decisions, but we also had to have the ability to react quickly to changing circumstances and to keep our members informed so that they knew that when we could open up, we were safe to do so. Yeah, no, absolutely. It sounds like you've obviously naturally um, had it well covered, but it was, you know, going through lockdown, it was, like you say, weekly meetings. The landscape was changing daily, let alone weekly. So it was, it was you know, hard for, for everybody. But, but I think, like you say, to steer a, a sports club, you know, it's like steering a, a cruise liner, isn't it, in, in essence? It is. That um, and you got, you, you're, you're accountable for uh, a large membership and... I think the rewarding thing I found that when we managed to come out of lockdown into a new way of operating, it was quite heartwarming to see actual members returning to say, I've actually missed this, I've missed the environment, I've missed the, the social side of playing my sport uh, and being able to socialise with people, even though I've got to have to do it at uh, three metres or three feet or whatever. This is I missed that and it was quite heartwarming that people did return and I think because of the measures we put in place, we, we created that environment which allowed people 
to come back knowing that it was a safe environment to come back into absolutely and then eventually i guess obviously the the fans and the supporters as well of, of yeah, sport yes very much so spectators. so we went very very cognizant of the fact that um youngsters who want to play sport supported by their parents who come and watch we want them to come enjoy watching their children play sport uh, and we've got to do that in a safe environment so um we believe we've got it pretty much on but it's lessons learnt, understanding what happened and putting those good practices in going forward fantastic that's really good thank you martin uh thank you for that it's been really good thank you uh dave if i can come to you dave dave simpson your junior chair of the the hockey part of the the sports club absolutely um what does that entail uh entails quite a bit to be honest so we have our uh, mini hockey which is um from five to 13 year olds on a sunday morning and we're lucky enough a couple of years ago it was just um as we're coming out of the pandemic the first time around, first lockdown, we went into partnership with Hockey for You Academy, which is a local uh, hockey coaching um, group, and we're able to work with them to build up our numbers um, from those that worked really hard in previous years to gradually build our numbers up to the sort of consistent 30, 40 mark, and then um, we're able to hit the ground running from there. And um, I work in conjunction with Neil Evans at Hockey for You Academy. Uh, he does a lot of the planning and makes sure I have a lead coach there every Sunday morning and then my job in the background is to try and rally up all the volunteers so ensure um, that we get enough people there helping the youngsters so it's a safe environment it's a good learning environment uh, and it's an engaging environment as well so there's lots of emails and texts and things during the week to um, make sure we've got enough there every week and and rotate the people around as well so we're not always relying on on the same people um i've been very lucky that people have got involved and they've got hooked into it and they're more than happy to come every week which is fantastic um so that's the the mini hockey side of things and we mentioned before the show actually we've at our highest number i think three weeks ago was 97 um, which is a brilliant number so all on one hockey pitch um we split it into eight sections split them into age and ability groups and then they rotate around uh, the different activities throughout the hour which is fantastic so and along with those 97 we're getting consistently between 15 and 20 volunteers every week which is fantastic um and then from there we're looking at the um underage competitions so we've got under 14s uh girls and that's probably been the um, hopefully won't upset many adult players but probably the result the season so far was a couple of weeks ago when our uh, girls under 14s beat arch rivals and um to be honest a real powerhouse in junior hockey in the region of um, cambridge city uh, so they beat them 6-3 which is an amazing effort um with girls who are coming through and have come through our mini setup on a sunday which is really rewarding from that point of view but uh, just to get a result like that was fantastic um, so we've got them in the national cup and now into round two and uh, we've got boys in the under 16 national cup um, the opposition couldn't field a side for the first game so they're straight into round two uh, which is handy for them but we've got a really good crop there and even some are actually still under 14s but they're playing in the under 16s as well so yeah that's a big part of it as well and then it's the integration um, of the juniors into the adult teams and really getting them into adult hockey experiencing adult hockey again feeling safe uh, feeling engaged 
and, and enjoying it and, and learning and moving through our teams. Uh, as Martin said earlier, um, we have the eighth team, which is Division 6, which is really our sort of entry team for those 13-year-olds uh, in the men's section. And then the ladies have the ladies' force, which is the equivalent team. Um, and this year we have got uh, 13, 14-year-olds who you know, haven't played competitive adult hockey before um, into into that so it's great to see them there but then we have also under 18s playing our um, National League side on a Sunday uh, which is yeah, Division 1 North uh, so as Martin said it's you know they're within the top 30 clubs in the country and again in our ladies uh, they're playing the Premier Division in the East so the highest you can in the, in the East and again we've got some under 18s playing there as well so it's yeah, it's just about getting getting them through and um, ensuring that we've got that progression and that pathway. Yeah, yeah. it sounds really good. A bit like what David Clark was saying to me a couple of weeks ago about the cricket club and having that kind of almost academy style where you're bringing the youth through to eventually join the adult teams and, and, and then fulfil what their ambitions are. And, and obviously, in, in, in turn, that makes the club and the team stronger and better as well. So, it's, you know, he, he mentioned about that, uh, certainly on the cricket side of things, that that um, they had a coach about 10, 12 years ago that's transformed the the, the, the attitude and the, and the sort of philosophy at the club. And, and it sounds like there's similarities there with the hockey club as well in terms of there's a really good organisation, a strong belief to, to develop the youth and, and, and bring those numbers through. Yeah, I think with mini hockey, it started many, many years ago, a long time before I was about, but with uh, Colin Lake and Peter Leighton and um, now some of the juniors that they had back then and have now got kids coming through themselves and I think with all these things that it it ebbs and flows a little bit and they did a fantastic job I know Martin of um, building that up initially and then yeah there were times where it was at, at a real strength and peak but then things peter off a little bit haven't they and then we're lucky to have a few guys um, a few years ago that have got it going again really invested a lot of time and effort into it and then um you know, I've probably been spoilt to be honest of coming in as junior chair at a time where it was just starting to rise and been able to, um, as I say, get Hockey for You Academy on board, but also a lot of parent volunteers and people I know for my time at the club. Um, we've got a bunch of juniors coming through. It just happens that quite a few of their parents have either play now or have played, so I can pull in a few favours and um, yeah, get people back back into hockey and. Um, interesting Martin was saying to earlier off air about you know we have a lot of fathers and sons or mothers and daughters playing in teams together which is fantastic um, and actually I've got uh, a couple in my team that their sons uh, they started playing with their uh, when their sons were playing at 13 14 15 their sons have gone to uni um, you know left but the dad's still playing you know they've got into it um and they're, they're still playing now which is fantastic so it's um yeah like you're saying with david saying about the cricket and that pathway and it is around getting them you know we, we hope that we've got future first team players um in there but we also we know we're going to have and we need and we want uh future club players as well throughout all those leagues and and levels and that's the beauty of any sport i think but particularly hockey at the range of divisions we play in in the men's and ladies that you can find your level and um you know giving me as an example I, i've never been a superstar and never will be um 
but I've been able to find a level where I can have an impact and support the juniors and get them through um, and while being a member of the club you know I've made lifelong friends out of it as well and that and that's a huge part of it and you know seeing um, the kids together having the pizzas or whatever after the game you know, part of it's that social side and that's probably one thing we missed last season a little bit that we were restricted in being able to do that with the restrictions but it's great this year to be able to have that social side and have the tease after the game um, as well as the match play Just to build on that as well I mean I, I go further back than David um, and it's interesting that the likes of John Peake who played in the 1960 Olympics learned his hockey in Peterborough Paul Barber Olympic gold medalist South Korea learned his hockey in Peterborough played hockey in Peterborough went through the system in Peterborough so although we cater for all levels we have the ability through our setup to get those players who just go that bit further who can then represent the county represent the regions represent England and then Great Britain and we've seen that through um, cricket and I imagine David might have talked they've had people like David Malan as a member of the cricket section who's now performing well in T20 and earning his bucket around the world now playing for Yorkshire they've had people came in and to get that level of uh, ability into the club just raises the levels of everybody else around them and they can see oh they've got such and such a person playing and he can then coach those players as well and that just lifts the level so I think we've been very fortunate that as David said over a number of years parents have been involved in mini hockey supporting their ch- their son or daughter has now taken over the realm and then the grandsons of the original people who started are now so we've got that sort of um, family environment all the way through fantastic that's really good um, I'm chatting with Dave and Martin from the City of Peterborough Sports Club uh, we've just gone quarter seven don't go away we'll be hearing more we'll be hearing more through them in a moment It's time to choose your perfect new Symphony Kitchen at Kelly Vision. We now offer a free kitchen design and quotation service, backed up by our expert installation team. You can also choose your freestanding and built-in appliances in-store at Kelly Vision from leading brands like Bosch, Neff, Siemens, Smeg, Hotpoint, Indesit and Liebherr. Kelly Vision, Broad Street, Whittlesea, your award-winning independent retailer. Call Peterborough 208787 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk. a hybrid petrol or diesel vehicle how much is servicing and repair (sighs) oh dear if you need an option other than main dealer contact frm automotive we service and repair all makes and models and won't invalidate your manufacturer's warranty we also provide mot testing brakes clutches tires and aircon repair and regas frm automotive savile road peterborough see frmautomotive.co.uk honest work at affordable prices Ever wanted to advertise your business on the radio? Then you should consider advertising on PCRFM. It isn't as expensive as you might think, and it's a really good way to reach out to your potential customers in the Peterborough area. PCRFM broadcasts to the whole of the city and has the potential to reach over 200,000 listeners who live and work here. That's a lot of people who could be interested in your business, and all you need to do is tell them about it. We have advertising and sponsorship packages to suit every budget, with spot rates as low as £3.60. 
So, every time your professionally produced commercial is played on the air with PCR, it means more customers will know about your business. To find out more about advertising on the only local station in Peterborough, call the PCR sales team on Peterborough 237777 or email sales at pcrfm.co.uk. You're listening to PCR Sports. Welcome back to the PCR Sports Show with me, Dipam. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back to it. After 7pm, when the show finishes, you can go onto our website, pcrfm.co.uk, and the show will be recorded on there for a week. It gets overwritten when the next show happens next week. So if you do miss anything and you joined us halfway, you can listen back to what you've missed. Uh, I'm in the studio with Martin Colcott, chairman of the City of Peterborough Sports Club, and Dave Simpson, junior chair of the Hockey Club at the, uh, as part of that overall sports club. Dave, you just talked about hockey there and saying, telling us about the the structure of it there. Um, what's the um, kind of the, the if you like the the national hockey pyramid of leagues, if you like? So where and where does sort of the leagues that, that that our teams are in feature within that within that? So from a men's point of view, that there's uh, the East League that we're in, and then you go into the national setup from there, and they have a national conference, then a national division one. Uh, which is North and South, which our first team are playing in at the moment um, in the North League. And then from there you go into the Premier Division, um, which is some of the biggest clubs in the country. And a lot of the Olympians that have just um, represented GB played in in those Premier um, clubs. So when we say we look at ourselves as being the in the top 30 clubs in the country from that point of view that you're looking at a division of 11 or 12 uh, in the Prem and then the same in uh, division one uh, north and south and um, from the ladies side of things that um, again we uh, play within the east east division and we're so just below there so we're actually we have two teams in the top two divisions in the ladies and they're both undefeated at the moment which is fantastic and gives them bragging rights um amongst the club at the minute but uh yeah going going really well so we do yeah we feature very highly and you know we're we are a big club in the region and we pride ourselves on not only providing as i said earlier just (coughs) hockey at level for everyone but also having the elite hockey um for those that want to push themselves and as a result of that we have um, a lot of first and second team members that will travel to to come and play first there we want to get the locals in and we want to get um you know local peterborough people playing hockey and, and through the club but at the same time when you have success and when when you improve and when you're playing at such a high level um we do draw draw players in from uh nearby areas like Northampton and Lincolnshire and, and those sorts of places as well Brilliant, that's really good and so tell me a bit about yourself in terms of your sporting background because obviously you still play as well um, yep. you're not just the chair um, yep. so you're not you're not sort of upstairs as they call it in no, the club no. terms you are actually still in, in the playing side as well so what's kind of led you to that that place and you know has it always been hockey for you or have you have you it, it dabbled in other sports yeah to be honest i grew up with cricket i grew up in australia and, and cricket was the main thing um so 
Yeah, I, I played cricket from age of 10 uh, through to my early 20s and I, I came over here uh, in December 2004 and moved to Peterborough, uh, ready to teach in, in September 2005. And um, that was, yeah, I needed sort of something to do really and I, the only people I knew in Peterborough um, were my girlfriend at the time, now now wife's friends, so it was really needing that social aspect um, as well as you know that physical activity and for your well-being and health so hockey yeah hockey was a choice it was something i'd played in at school and some uh, junior hockey in australia but it was yeah it's been a brilliant choice to be honest it's been great to be able to you know probably wouldn't have picked that i was still playing 16 years later and and such a um big part of the club in terms of being the chair of the junior section and it's great that and i think that says a lot for the club um of how welcoming it is and how um unified it is and and inclusive um that and that's one of the interesting things i think from my point of view that some of my best friends from the hockey club i haven't played in the same team as them necessarily you know i've never i've always been from men's fours to men's eights that sort of um spectrum but yeah i've got uh, really close friends have played in the ones and the twos and and still do um so i think that shows how yeah what a together club it is really and you know there's no class system there it's just um you have that common ground because you all love sport love hockey and um yeah you can build build friendships from, from that way so did you did you try hand at cricket here as well, or did you just stick with hockey? Uh, I've just stuck with hockey. Yeah, I, to be fair, I had one season um, at Orton Park actually when I first came over, but um, without giving too much away, uh, family friendly wise, hockey's a little bit more so that way. It doesn't quite take up the whole day. Um, so yeah, without sounding under the thumb, dip out. It, so, <laughs> uh, hockey was definitely the the way forward from that point of view. You, we all have to work life balance, so to speak, don't we? So <laughs> it, it makes sense, you know. It's, it, uh, unless we are, I guess, absolute top notch professional sports people, that actually that gives us a living. Then I guess it just becomes a pastime ultimately, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and Martin, coming back to you, what, what's what's your kind of background in the sporting world and? and so sort of, obviously you said you've got a very long association stretching back four or four odd decades with the club yeah, and I, I guess I, some of that time must have been playing as well if you're not still playing already I don't want to pre-assume <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not playing at the moment um, I'm carrying a bit of a, a, a back injury through sciatica so um, predominantly I joined Crumbs 1972 um, I was a, a mere youngster uh, and um, I started playing hockey and so I was one of the, the few that came through the, the mini sessions. Uh, at that time, we had, the, I think, a fourth team at that time, which was a junior team run, as David said, by Peter Leeton at that time, who's now the, the club president. So quite a family affair, really. Uh, and the 13-year-old, I started playing hockey uh, and then went through school in Peterborough through Kings, played hockey. Uh, played a little bit of rugby, but realised I was going to be knocked about a bit. So I decided to keep to hockey. Uh, and was fortunate enough as a 16 year old to get into the first team of hockey uh, so uh, I managed to progress to probably 15 years of first team hockey up to around about my late 20s early 30s fortunate enough to play national league um, fortunate enough to play representative hockey within Cambridgeshire uh, and then worked my way down the sides from a 30 year old 
played a bit of veterans or masters hockey as it's now called uh, and age group hockey um, and help out when I can but I've always said that if there's a, a budding youngster who wants to play that takes my place I'd rather have a youngster play than a, an oldie play so I've, I've taken my responsibility to become involved in sort of um, running of size or managerial side coaching side so I did a bit of coaching for the club and I also now do a bit of um, organisation for the East of England over 55 so I run the East of England over 55 side and I then also support with the selection of England over 55s so that's from my hockey side cricket wise as I was fairly fit as a youngster um, not a particularly great cricketer but um, played a bit of cricket haven't played bowls haven't done tennis running around a squash court so my involvement is 45 years of playing and managing active involvement in running of the club fantastic fantastic servant for the club obviously which is fantastic and still involved so it's brilliant uh, gentlemen time has caught us up so thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you Martin thank you Dave uh, thank you wishing you both continued success with the club and obviously with hockey as well uh, we'll try and get more people from your club on the show at some point in the future it'll be brilliant, brilliant. Um, let me know if you don't <laughs> absolutely will absolutely will so um, thank you very much indeed um, you've been listening to the PCR Sports Show with me Dipam uh, join us again next week 6 till 7pm we're here every Friday uh, have a good week enjoy your sporting weekend whatever you're doing whether you're playing or you're watching take care and we'll see you next week take care bye